I got these pistachios. Uh, hey, pistachios are actually unbelievable. You know what this reminds me of, Jules? Me and Jules would go yes, through Jules. about four packets of these. Huh? Me and Jules would go through about four packets of these at the soccer on a winter's night, eh, Jules? Nail it. And then you know what the best part is? At the end of the soccer match, you look at the floor. Fucked. And the whole concrete floor is covered in these, in the shells. That's the best. That's actually the greatest. Out of Epping. Pistachios. Epping Stadium. Yeah. Pistachios, pistachios, peanuts. Brunswick Zebras. Same bloke. Same everyone, everyone. Everyone would be tripped out. Everyone thinking, knows him. No, but everyone's tripping out thinking, how's he at this game? But then everyone's seen him at another game. <laughs> you'd see, Joe, you'd see Melbourne Knights at three o'clock playing South Melbourne. That's your coin. Then you'd see him at the same time Three o'clock at Green Gully. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Welcome everyone to episode 18 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast. I'm Joe, as always, joined by Jules and Dan. How are we? Good. Good, Joe. I'm good too. It's good. I'm actually a bit positive today, considering. And I'm just going to say, before we start, my dog, Jasper, he's running around the uh, the house over here, footsteps in the background. That's that's what you're hearing. That's what you're hearing. And if, bit you, hear, patter. if you hear extra footsteps, it's me chasing him. There he is. There he is. <laughs> yeah, Dad does like to do that. Um, yo, I'm actually positive, considering. I am. I think we all are. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I think we need to be optimistic in terms of, you know, who we're playing against. So, yeah. It's going to be a good discussion. Who we're playing against? Like who we played against? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> be careful tonight, Jules. I'm genuinely on fine watch for you because you could break away. You could I break away. To. Well, you know what? Yeah, we're going to do this. Let's do it. We're going to do this. We need Jules to break away in the fines. So, Jules, I'll let you take it away. You well, can. You can. Why? Take... Why do we need you to break away from the fines, Jules? No, nah, look, Jules. It's a big news. You can tell the listeners, you can tell them the date, you can, you take it. How, of, how, how personal can I go, or should I go? No, I can, give, give detail, but... You can do whatever think, you need to do. I think, Jules, I think there's going to be a lot of sad listeners out there. All right, so, um, you know, I've obviously loved every minute. What's this, episode 18? Yeah, so the Sam, Sam Walsh app. Sam Walsh app, yes. Sam Walsh app. Um, but yeah, I think I'll be only on it for maybe another five, six weeks ago, depending on how many episodes um, we can get in. Um, before I actually leave, so um, yeah, I'm going to to Spain to live for I don't know twelve months. But only yeah, probably maximum, at a minimum, 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 minimum twelve months. With COVID, um, yeah. So my partner's over there. She's been over there for since late March, early April last year. She is Spanish. She is Spanish. Native, native, and um, yeah. So I've made the decision, um, like the best for you know for us. So. Um, that's pretty much it, really. And Dan, we basically said, if you're going to Spain, you're not doing podcasts. Pretty much. First thing out of our mouths. Guys, to be honest with you, we sacked him. <laughs> <laughs> is it true? It is. Oh, let's not lie, George, well, to be honest. To, to be fair, you have asked me, oh, when you're back, like, you know, don't leave, don't leave. But, you know, nah. always, I put my hands up and said, you know, I'll, I'll be waking up in the middle of the night to be able to watch the boys you play. Did, and, you did. You said, that you'd that, be happy. So. you said you'd be happy to do it. Um... Look, it's just hard. It's more difficult. So it is. It's going to be difficult at the time. The connection going. via WhatsApp is terrible. Yeah. We won't have the same vibe. Jules. Zoom. Zoom. We're going to miss you out. We've still got five or six weeks that we've got to put up with you. Yeah, we're going to miss you out. But we thought we'd share that today. There's going to be a little bit of a change in the uh, 
in the lineup. Jules subbed out. We're not sure. We've got someone subbed in at the moment, but uh, we'll share that just before Jules leaves. So that's, uh, that's some housekeeping out of the way. As usual, I just want to thank everyone on the Almost Blues Brothers Instagram page, all our listeners, followers. I say it every week, but we're growing. It's like, it's great. It's, you know, it's incremental. It looks small, you know, one or two followers a day, but it's a lot. It means a lot to us. No, to us, it's big. To us, our, our progress has been huge. Hmm. I'm just trying to phase, now I'm phasing Jules out. I'm just trying to phase you out. Oh, you just be the main man. Oh, this is the Dan show. <laughs> it's the Dan show. There has show. to be a little bit of movement in terms of faces. So potentially down the track, you could be the main hmm. man. Yeah, no, you're dreaming. I'm still <laughs> front and center. I knew that hit the heart. Um, what what we are going to do as well, just quietly in this episode, we've grown to a point where I feel like we could put the feelers out for some sponsors. Do you oh. agree? Yeah. You know what? We were just saying before the show, we were eating pistachios before the show. Oh, mate, no. If anyone, if anyone knows a local pistachio maker. Oh, just nuts. Just something. Just nuts. Yeah, yeah just, just nuts, nuts in general. No, we want, these are the sponsors we're looking for. Nuts, <laughs> beer, and bedding. Yeah. bedding. <laughs> Now, anything. If there's a local sponsor out there that happens to listen to us, feel free to send us a message on Instagram. We'll have a chat. We're looking for a sponsor. You can sponsor a segment. You can sponsor the whole show. We've got plenty of segments. Book a Judd. Whatever you want. Cults. Yes. Casano's Cults, which is only here for a limited time. It did be honest. So it's, it's hot. Five more weeks. So if you want to get in, get in hot. We'll give you a special price. Cash. I'll do negotiations. <laughs> So anyway, that's the housekeeping. Thank you, everyone, for listening, um, as usual. Also, before we get into the preview, just some Blues news, which we like to do before we get into the show. Start with uh, the obvious one, Cunners. I'm distraught for the... So we haven't got the news yet, but it looks like an ACL. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's come through. Um, They're still saying... They're not... So usually down the track, usually they'll say, oh, it's a... It looks like an ACL. They haven't really said it. No, they haven't yet. They said the scans serious knee injury. The scans they, 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 honestly, they haven't been saying, oh, it's, it's a serious knee injury, serious knee We injury. are recording this on so Monday. I've, I've been so. looking at the um, the incident. I've looked at it probably four, five, six times. And it looks very similar to the Seisman mm. from the Adelaide a couple yep. of years back where he was sort of like a little bit of hyperextension. He was out for an extended period of time, but it wasn't as obviously, it wasn't a 12-month injury. It was potentially only like an eight, 10-weeker, maybe not even. Possibly, fingers crossed, for him, and obviously for the team, it's not as bad as first thought. Boys, this is the news that I was going to um, speak to you about before that I heard that obviously Mackay's been playing with an injury and that he could possibly be out for a month. Yep, that's what I heard. You know when I, was, I couldn't remember what I was what I heard today? Right. Apparently that's... that's when did you hear this? I heard that this afternoon. Where? On the radio. Wow. Yeah. Shoulder. Shoulder. That'd be massive. And apparently us. he's going to be out for a month. Don't so, quote me, but it's what I heard. All right, I'm, I'm not in. I don't want to speculate, nah, especially on Mackay at this point. Listen, that's usually, what I heard. You can see the seriousness in my voice. Like, yeah. I'm not actually making this. Usually, usually, usually when they do play the game out, they're usually okay. Yeah, they're usually okay. For but I uh, hope he's going to be okay. But that's worrying to hear. Anyway, another bit of news: Charlie up and running within a week. Main group. Um, so I've said now. I've been the biggest one to say I'm not getting invested. I don't want to hear about Charlie until he plays. But in all honesty, I'm excited, man. This is as close as he's been to returning for a long, long time. Long for a time. forward structure, this is going to be massive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, he's that X-Factor that we need in our forward 50. And not even just in our forward 50, just around the ground. 
Um, I feel like as if, you know, the players such as himself, so obviously Charlie, Mackay, H, even McGovern to a certain extent, JSOS, um, Martin, Fisher, even around that forward 50, they haven't played games together. They need to get that chemistry going, you know, up and running. So once they do that, you know, our forward 50s, if the service is there, they're actually doing well. And we're going to talk about efficiency as well. Yeah, Dan, there you go. Harold Sun. Got the article Mackay, up. potentially Mackay's for weeks. been injured for weeks. He's been injured for weeks or he's out he's for weeks? He's been playing weeks? injured for weeks. Nah. Hold on. So did Dan not... That's a fine. Hold on. Did Dan not if just say he could no, be out for weeks? No, and they said weeks? he could be out for a month. That's dope. Yeah. That's the... That's fo- I, I just got the article up first to then back what I was saying. Do you understand? No, it's not really backing what you're saying. Uh, we'll all right. Say, let me look. Back all right. Keep talking. I'll find we'll it. We'll see. No, you don't need to find it. The other bit of news. Brody Kemp playing VFL this week. Huge. First game in two years competitively. And myself and Joe, you'll be down there? We'll be down there. Dan, where are you going to be? Hole. Where are you going to be, Dan? What day is it? Sunday. It's my sister's birthday. Uh, I'm all family orientated. Yeah, he doesn't care about the club enough. But Jules, Brody Kemp, excited. Yeah, I'm genuinely excited. Like, obviously, I've seen some footage of him in his, like, the carnival and he's under 18. Um, yeah, so I'm actually very, very excited to see. I'm more so excited to see where he actually plays. I think he's well. a player, I think he's a player that he steps in. And you'll fit in nicely right away. He before the knee injury, he was genuinely tipped for a top three pick. Yeah. He can make a big impact. I, I feel it. I know he can. I'm thinking. I think we said it about Stocker the other week, and we're right about it from what we've seen. We're going to talk about Stocker in the review. But when Brody Kemp comes into this side, he doesn't leave. No, I agree. that's how that's how I say. That's it. why I'm saying he yeah. can make a massive impact. That's how I say it. Yeah. 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 So that's the Blues news for the week. Um, we'll preview the show as always around the grounds. Um, we'll review. Round nine against the D's, the loss against the D's. Give our thoughts on the game. And then we'll preview the upcoming match against Hawthorne this Saturday at the MCG, which is do literally do or die if we if we lose that one. My God. Anyway, without any further ado, let's get into it. Around the grounds. Take it away. So Saints against um, Geelong, what are your thoughts? I know one thing that I wanted to bring up, but... Dan's going to... Dan, Dan said up. something <laughs> before that's actually so true. Prior. They should have well, I mean, won. I need to bring up the, the kicking. 5-17 yeah. for the Saints. They were... One they goal, were, nine. One goal, nine, first quarter. Yeah. You can't bad. win games doing that. You can't win games scoring 17 behinds. Simple as that. Not against Geelong anyway. Yeah, no, no, no way. It's bad. No, it was bad. I mean, they probably way. should have won that game, to be honest. Like, they had to punish them early. Scoreboard pressure's massive. But Max King kicked one goal five, man. Like, you can't be doing that. You just can't. And expect to win a game. Not when your job is to score goals. You can't be kicking one goal five. Anyway, Geelong, Geelong are purring at the moment. They're, yeah, they're so... Good. What I wanted to talk about, and Bratton did bring it up in his press conference, and he basically said, what... Why? What's the point of tackling? Yep. So, and I've seen a lot of footage, but I actually saw the stats, and they had 85 tackles, which is, you know, that's elite in terms of actual games, um, for three uh, frees. Three whole balls. balls. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. The whole weekend, in all honesty, they let it play. and the commentator said it in our game, there was no holding the ball paid. Yeah. No. All weekend. Probably our game probably had it the most. Probably the most, but yeah. like... It was just it was just inconsistent. I didn't understand it. Sydney against the Pies. 
Sydney control the game from the start. It's good to see the Pies get another loss. I want to move on from this because I don't want to talk about Collingwood. They're actually trash. No, but Isaac Heaney coming back in. Kick yeah, three he was goals. good. Kick three goals. He was good. Hawthorne, North, Melbourne. I was G'd watching this game, man. Did you see the scenes? Unbelievable. Oh, you could just... You know why I felt so good? It's because we've been there as Carlton supporters. We have. Where you go eight games without winning and all of a sudden you get one. You're like, oh my God, what a relief. Uh, I don't care if it was against second last, but what a relief, man. But can I say something? Why am I getting a text message from a North Melbourne supporter saying, finals, here we come? (laughs) Maybe in 2025. David, if you're listening, you're dreaming. (laughs) Suns versus Brisbane, the Q clash. It was an absolute fizzer. Genuine fizzer. I think it was close for about five minutes of that game. Jared Lyons. Now, traded to Gold Coast. Uh, Yeah, traded to Gold Coast. Was it Gold Coast? Delisted by the Gold Coast. Picked up by Brisbane. Was it delisted? Delisted by the Gold Coast. That's a freak. Picked up by Brisbane. He's a freak. He's going to win their best and fairest this year. What a story, man. 37 touches, won the Marcus Ashcroft medal. That's really the only thing to talk about from that game because well, it was a bloodbath. Even the Gardner, the injury, shoulder. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how long. That's big for them as well. Yeah. Obviously, in terms of taking tools potentially this week, obviously, against Richmond as well. So that's big news as yeah. well. No, they're flying, Brisbane. They've found their, they've found their form now. Um, what do we got next? We've got Richmond and GWS. Thriller. Genuine thriller. Genuine Richmond, thriller. Richmond came from the clouds. Yeah, they stayed in it just... They were they, they GWS broke away for parts of that game with Richmond. You can, they're, they're yeah. always there. Yeah, the and style of footy that they play, they're always in yeah. it. The thing is though, they did it without you know five of their best midfielders. Yeah, you know. So in saying that, because they got Grimes back. Yeah, they got Grimes back, but yeah, like, like I said, they had a few out. So, and then obviously you got Port um, Bulldogs, Bulldogs ninety six, Port seventy seven. What are your thoughts on that game? Were you shocked? I was shocked. I was shocked that the dogs beat um, Port. I was. Yep, I was. Because I was shocked in Port, obviously in Adelaide. It was in Adelaide. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. like I said last week, I actually don't rate the dogs that highly. I don't rate them as highly as everyone else. Yeah. Even now, having watched Melbourne, because I think Melbourne were a great side against us. Unreal. I don't think the dogs are even near them, no, to be no, honest. No. And we'll talk about... a well-rounded team. I mean, we're going to go... We'll, we'll go through that in the review. But yeah, I mean, that, that was a shocker, to be honest, in Adelaide. Essendon got over the line against Freo. Apparently, I didn't watch the game, but apparently, it was bad. Like the game, the standard, the standard was bad. Bad. Yeah, I didn't watch that game. Oh, no, I did. I. That's one of the games. I, I don't watch lost. Essendon. But Essendon got over the line. Makes me sick that Essendon had a win when we didn't. Um, last game of the round, Eagles against the Crows. No surprise there. No. Thirty point winners. The Crows came back a little bit, but Eagles. I mean, after Walker. quarter time, they sort of walked in play. Walked arrested. Yeah, he was. Darcy Fogarty, did you go, did you see him shrugging tackles left, right, and centre? Oh, he's a big boy. Oh he's my a huge god, boy. man! He oh is. my god. Anyway, that's the around the grounds, boys. Here we go. And look, we are positive. No, here we go. We're positive. Like we're positive going into this. It's time for the review. We are positive. We're going to pick on some areas that we feel weren't up to standard. Yep. Yeah. But at the end, of, well, are we are we in are we in the review now? Not we're yet. In. Well, yeah. All right, let's let's finish off. <laughs> So with the game, 
there's areas obviously that we need to talk about that weren't up to standard, but at the end of the day, we got beat by yeah. a better side. We played against a better side. That's and it. in terms of the areas that, yeah, we need to improve in, I feel like as if we know. Mm. You know, sure. it's like as if, not like as if even like those games, for example, that we did win. You know, there was you know midfield forward connection that we didn't have in sometimes in patches in the game in terms of the consistency. We know the areas in terms of our spread as well. It's been in existence for from you know from day dot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, just just before we get into the proper review, and we've got a lot of points to talk about, but I'll go through the the match report. 13-16-94 Melbourne, 10-8-68 Carlton final scores. Goals uh, for Melbourne were Spargo, Pickett, Langdon, Hunt, Oliver, one each. Neil Bullen, two. Fritch and McDonald, three. For Carlton, Murphy, Gibbons, Stocker, Casbolt, Pitnet, Betts, Owies, one each. And Mackay with one shoulder, kicked three. Obviously, the injuries from the game for us were Cunningham with that knee. So, look, like I said, we're... We're disappointed, but there's. I think there's more positives this week than what there were last week. It's not like we're not happy because at the end of the day, we want to win. We have a winning mentality. We want to win. But I think that we there's more positives that we can talk about in this game than there is negatives. Like I think the two. I think there's two main negatives of this game, and one is that. Entries inside fifty, which which yeah. yeah, I mean let's let's stick with overall thoughts because before I do before we go into us, I just want to talk about Melbourne. They're nailed. I said they're a great yeah. side. They're, they're Melbourne well, are well drilled. Melbourne are well drilled. That system that I saw on the weekend, the way that they play, I said on the weekend, they are the the most. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to put it. Well-rounded. Yeah, they're the most balanced, yeah. well-rounded, connected. That's what I'm looking for. The most connected side I've seen. Everyone knows their role. Most connected side I've seen since Richmond 2018. I think a lot of people can agree with that statement, saying they mm. they had control of the game the whole way through. Probably the, fu- probably the first 10 minutes, we, we came out really well. Yep. And then... Yeah, I think Melbourne had the ascendancy yeah. the whole so way through. In terms of looking at the positives, negatives, however you want to look at the both games in comparison to the Bulldogs, Melbourne, um, I feel like as if we can look more at the positives with the Melbourne game because the way we lost against the Bulldogs. Well, so the way I, and I explained it, I spoke to Joe to, earlier today, and the way I explained it to Joe is our best against the Bulldogs was better than our best against Melbourne. Yeah, yeah great. Okay, but in saying that. Our worst against the Bulldogs was worse, way than our worse. way worse than our worst against Melbourne. Yeah, agree one hundred percent. But my reason why I can't be pissed off is because Melbourne beat us. They beat us. We gave the game to the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's why. That's that's where my disappointment that's lies. My as well. disappointment, so that's why I was so frustrated last week in comparison to this week is because we gave them the game. So I still feel like as if we played into Melbourne's hands. Okay, now and obviously we're going to dissect the game. I think a they bit did more. their research, Jules. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they knew. Yeah, they knew. Can I, I? I know we want to dissect it. We want to get into the details. I know where you're going. I, I know where you're going. But again, before we go into the nitty gritty, all I want to say, just to finish off on Melbourne, because I don't want this to become a, a us blowing Melbourne for twenty minutes, right? All I'm going to say is we lost to a better side. It's as plain and simple as that. For the listeners, as a fan base, we need to temper our expectations of our side. Okay. We all want to play finals. This We said as a club, as a club, they said they want to play finals this year. Carlton, okay? But 
We came up against genuine flag contenders. Mm. They're not just finals contenders, they're flag contenders, okay? And for me, what I saw was that we didn't lose the game because of lapses. We lost the game in little moments when Melbourne punished us. They punished us because they're clinical. They're more clinical than what we are. They're a flag contender for a reason. They're 9-0 for a reason. All I'm saying is, temper the expectations. We've got a soft draw in the second half of the year. This season isn't done. We can't give up on this side and just say, play the kids, just for the sake of it. Play the kids if they earn their stripes, man. Because we can still win games of football. For That's sure. all I'm saying. That's all that I'm saying. That should be our standard from now on. 100%. Just temper the expectations of who we're going to be. Because if we had to come away with that win, it's upset of the year. That's my point. It's the upset of the year. As Carlton fans, we don't see that. Looking from the outside in, that's what you see. I had Melbourne supporters texting me saying, you're not that far off. I take that with everything because they were there 12 months ago. As Carlton supporters, because the club have said to us we want to play finals, of course you're going to be frustrated at a game like the game against Collingwood. Yeah? Yeah, that's that's the one where I'm more disappointed. Than Correct. Something like that, You have we have the right... As supporters, because we've had this this hype from the club that we're going to play finals. So it gives us that expectation and goal to want to hit that. Am I right or not? Yep. But you're playing a side against Melbourne, and, and the way in which they got about the game, you, okay, not that you're happy with it, but you accept it. Yeah. Okay? Yep. But I don't accept the loss. I accept the fact that we lost to a better, better team. Better side. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. It's plain and simple. Exactly right. Plain and simple. But... We need to look at the run that we have. I I just think and all right. Do you want to go? Do you want to go through our expectations? I at want this point? I want you to go through who we're going to be playing the next. What is it? Six games. I'm not going to go through nah, everyone. It was you went from from what now until the end of the season. Did you go now to the end of the season. Just well, go to the next. You said that we, potentially we could win nine. Well, I've got between a... six to nine. So I sent a message to the boys today. You know, outlining from round ten to twenty three who we should be beating. Should. The teams that we should be beating. Not upsets. Not, oh, we should give a fight and we might be able to pull it off. These are teams that we should be beating. Let me just go through it. Round 10, Hawthorne. Count as I go. Round 15, Adelaide. Round 16, Fremantle. Round 18, Collingwood. Round 19, North Melbourne. Round 20, the Saints. Round 21, the Suns. Round 23, the Giants. I split. We've got two games against the Giants. I split us one and one because we should be. Absolutely, we should be. Yeah. Right? How many wins is that? Eight. 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 How many wins are we on now? Two. Three. 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 That squares the ledger at 11-11. 11-11. Now, that doesn't get us finals. That doesn't. But we play the Giants twice. If we get, if, if, this is where you bring in those ifs. If we can beat the Giants twice, that gets us 12. If we can beat the Eagles at the MCG, where they've shown they're a bit vulnerable on the road this year... That gives us 13. This is where I'm not I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be that person that buys into hope, right? Because uh, I'm not I'm not there. I'm not. I at this at this point I'm not saying that we're gonna make finals. I'm saying that we can. I'm saying that we can. We've shown in patches that we can do it. If we do it for long enough, we will. And I think we can do it, okay, if we do get some players back. Agree. Well, let's go through the injuries. We have improved from last year. hundred percent plain and simple. Yeah, yeah okay. Without a doubt. Well, no, we have. Uh, we have. We have. We have. Our percentage on, shows that. On a whole, we have, Joe. I think our defense, defensively, we've gotten a lot worse. You can't disagree with that. Yeah, but I feel like as if we've opened up to go forward to That's score. Right. To That's score. right. We've opened up the game, but it's cost us in... You know? in well, it's gonna, you're going to have to lose something to gain something. Anyway, we'll go... We'll, anyway, continue. 
But I hate that. I, I don't like the mentality that you play against the better side like Port Adelaide and you're expected to lose. I, I don't like no, that. I don't like no. that train of thought. No. Okay? But I understand that there's teams that you're expected to beat. Absolutely. Okay? I don't like the mentality of expected to lose, but I like the mentality of you're expected to beat these sides. If you don't, that's when you start asking questions. Agree. Okay? The reason why we asked against the ask questions against a side like the Bulldogs, even though people might say we're expected to lose against them because they were second, is because we were 26 points up. Yeah, exactly. Am I right? Yes, 100% I agree with that. I do. I really do. Yeah. So going through... That's, our, the, that's the difference that's between the this difference. week against Melbourne and last Correct. week against the Yeah. So going through our injuries though, if you have a look at it, you've got the likes of obviously JSOS can barely get on the park. He's in for one, two weeks and that's it. Charlie hasn't been in for almost two years now. Um, you've got Gov. He's in, then he's out. Cunners can barely get on the park. He's in, he's probably played what, the last four or five games? He, was, he looked like he was going to break, break out. Knee. Knee? See you later. Shut up. Um, all right. Who else? Marchbank. Five. Marnon. Fisher. Fisher. TDK. TDK. That's eight players. You know, that's eight players. That's Did eight you say play- Gov? Did you say Gov? Oh, I said Gov. That's well, eight, but that's eight players. Jason. Uh, yeah, I said him. Okay, sorry. Fine. That's, that's, that's twice. You have to You're not listening. You're not listening. So that's eight players. And I've, to be honest with you, even Newman as well. All right. I know he was back on the weekend, but he's obviously been gone for almost, he's been gone for a year now. Mate, I don't care what anyone says. If oh. you have that, like, oh, but if, it's if, right. if it's Richmond, for example, exactly, they're right. still doing well. You talk or, or, okay, but this is no, it's not. But even they're that. a better team. But it's not even that. The media is talking about Richmond's injuries. No one's talking about their injuries. Mm. No, no one talks about injuries. They go, oh, this is a big month for Richmond. It's really going to test them. It's going. Okay, we've been tested since the start of the year. Mm. No one talks about it. It's not an excuse. But when you when it's the brevity of the players that you just listed, man, that they're literally eight in our top twenty-two players, almost 23, 24. Wow! Come on, man. Of course, it's going to take a massive hit. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's the it way feeds into it. We're not saying that's the reason, but it feeds. That's the into way the it. lists work. Yeah, even Richmond's, you know, from if is it how many's on the list? Forty-two now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, their bottom five from from the 40, 42, whatever it is. They're not going to be up to the standard of playing now. No, uh, no chance. No chance. So, but when, when obviously, we're, we're in that. You know yeah. what I mean? Potentially. Agree. You know? Now, I know Melbourne are a good side. Don't get me wrong. They wouldn't be 9 and 0. They're not 9 and 0 for no reason. No. Okay? But we still played in their hands. All right? Now, I'm not talking about in terms of the way we should have played. I'm not saying the way we should have played or shouldn't have played or whatever. But we had 15 more clearances. We had 48 to 33. Okay? Now, if you do that as a team in terms of the way the game's been played now, like, you should be up in terms of the momentum of the game, okay? In terms of locking inside 50, maybe we didn't on the game day. Obviously, we're going to have different opinions, okay? But now, looking at that stat, okay? Our efficiency going inside 50, Melbourne are at 54%, we're 36. Now, 54 and above is for in, in, in each, each individual game is of a good quality, good standard, yep. okay? Yep. 30, 36, that's not up to the standard. Yep. Now, why I'm speaking about that is from our clearance work, we're not clean enough. No. Now, we had an extra number around the ball from, for the most part on um, yesterday or Sunday, okay? Melbourne did play an extra back, whether it was Vardy or Lever rolling back or another another player. Um, Vardy? Gaunt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just processed that you said Vardy. Vardy? What on earth? 
What on earth? What is, who is Vardy? What is <laughs> Jamie's Vardy's having a party. That's a bad one. Get back on track. What? So, what? get it back on track. <laughs> he was actually on a roll too. So, obviously, <laughs> Gorn Lever rolling back. Just dump kicks. I dump agree. kicks. And we had there was one there was one passage of play where we had Doherty a meter or so away from the ruck contest from a stoppage. And they actually went the other way. Yeah. But even if we did win that, it was gonna be a dump kick. Look, I was you watched it on telly, we were at the ground, okay? I said I was there with your dad, Jules, and your mum. Just the three of us. It was great. Where it was, was I? Really calm, really calm. It was very nice to just Where was I, Joe? Uh, you're at Medallion Club. I said to your dad, Sylv, about midway through the second quarter, I think it was, I said, have a look at how Melbourne have set up. This is when I saw the change in how they were playing. They had one man, one defender, sitting deep. I'm talking deep. And they were locking the ball inside their forward 50. If we got out from a stoppage and those dump kicks that you're talking about, who's it going to? Melbourne. Their spare man. So after quarter time, they made that adjustment. They actually let us win those stoppages. If they, if they couldn't, like, I, I felt like what I was looking at was if they couldn't get there, they just had numbers around the contest because they knew where the ball was going. They set up for it. That's where you're out coached. A reading from the book of Judd, chapter 10, paragraph 1. In modern football, broadly speaking, there are two styles of coach, the Lee Matthews style and the McMaltown style. The Matthews style coach is highly focused on his own team, less on the opposition. You always had the feeling that Lee would have been happy to print off his game plan and pin it up where everyone in the competition could see it and say, good luck trying to stop us. That was the Brisbane Lions under Lee. You knew exactly what they were going to do, but there were days when it was impossible to stop them, years in fact. Peace be with you. Very good, Jules. Wow. That's powerful. Good man himself. That's Maybe you're one and only. <laughs> what do you got to say about that? No, I think at the end of the day, Melbourne looked at our weaknesses yeah. and they played on those weaknesses. Yeah. And it's been happening week in, week out that our entries inside 50 are just not good enough. Yep, yeah, agree. And obviously, Jules has the stats to back that, but you can see it clear as day. It was blatant. So credit to Melbourne for realising that. The other thing they realised is that on turnover, on transition, we are too reactive. We're too slow. Okay? They're the two reasons as to why it wasn't either a closer contest or we could win that game. Okay? Because those two weaknesses, those two areas, cost us big time. Every week. Not just this week. This week was probably more evident because they played to it. So I feel like as if in terms of our game style, okay, looking at it, I was look, I was watching it on TV, so I couldn't see it more broadly. But obviously they were playing that um, that spam and back there. They did show footage of that, um, and obviously with the commentary, they were sort of discussing it. They throughout. had the players to execute that. May and Lever. Yeah. Okay? yeah. I'm going to say one thing right so, now. I don't know if I was colorblind, but were May and Lever in white and blue? Yeah. Yeah. Man, you want to talk about entries? What was our efficiency inside fifty? Thirty-six percent. Man. Like, honestly, we put it on their head all day. So, How many times have we spoken about this too? Hold on, Jules. I, I, hate to, I, I don't want to cut you off, but it's just before I lose this train of thought. Collingwood. Who was who's the, the best player for Collingwood that day? Nothing more. Yeah. Who was the best player for Port Adelaide when we played him? Why? 
Inset Mark. Who's everyone talking keep, about from Mel- Who's everyone talking about from the Melbourne game? Yeah, Stephen May. Or, 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 or Jake Lever. Or Lever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. When you dump kicking to two intercept like two intercept possession kings, what do you think's gonna happen, man? Okay. It's not hard. Lower your eyes, go inside fifty. When we so, did, when we did, we got looks. So Doherty, he, there was one passage of play where he got the ball and he speared the ball inside fifty. They're the type of entries that you exactly want. Exactly right. You don't want a long kick exactly or a dump right. kick. Exactly you want right. it hard, low, or you want to hit ground. Spot on. Okay. So they're, they're, in terms of going inside fifty, they're the looks that you want. Okay. Yep. But around the ground, we needed a kick mark. And I'm not, I'm not talking about this slow kick mark. I'm talking about quick. kick mark quick yeah, around the arcs. I agree with okay? Jules 100%. We did it throughout the first quarter and a bit, all right, and it worked. I was going to say, the way to counteract that, the way they went about their footy, was for us to kick mark. But in a way that was a bit more ferocious than just... And then you needed need the drive from the likes of Williams, yeah, from okay. the likes of Saad, to go was, in and beyond this is the may and leave so us two intercepts. This is where I was going to go. You're talking about kick mark, right? I'm thinking handball. No. We're, we're a kicking side, okay? I don't know how many times I saw through the corridor, there was one there was one play where it actually frustrated me because there was a Carlton fan sitting next to me, right? Or near me. Good chain of play, link up, gets to Cripps. Cripps doesn't know what to do with it. He's standing in the middle of the ground. I remember that, yeah. And they're hammering Cripps. And I looked at it and went, no. Cripps has done the right... He's in the right spot. Where's your runners? Yeah. And this is where... Because I remember he did. He looked left. He, he looked forward. I think, Walsh, I think Walsh was running to his left, but there was actually Melbourne players that were there to yeah. take him. There was no one, man. There was no one around him. I don't blame Walsh. Where's your runners? Melbourne had... Jaden Hunt and they had Christian Salem and they killed us in transition. This is where now I want to I want to sort of transition into another point here because it was at, literally at that moment where I said to myself and where I actually said to your dad Jules, we do not play unselfish football. We're selfish. There's no unrewarded running to open up space for someone else. It's all about if you've got the ball, what are you going to do with it? Where's your runners? Where's Adam Saad and Zach Williams, who we paid good money for to run and carry in that situation? I'm sorry. I don't blame Cripper. I don't blame anyone in that situation other than the people who are, or the, the players who are genuinely selfish for not busting their gut like Christian Salem and Jaden Hunt did. Because that was the difference for me at the end. They aren't a selfish team. We are. Yeah. So Agree or not? Agree. When you say in terms of the running, I'm talking about even the off-the-ball stuff. So, for example, Saad Williams. Effort. Yeah, so yeah. Saad Williams, Doherty. No, not in defensive effort. I'm talking, obviously, in possession of the actual ball. Yep. So when you've got the likes of Saad, Williams, Doherty, in terms of the run and dash, even Walsh to a certain extent, um, but usually he's around the ball or front of centre. Okay, He's not really behind the ball in terms of when we are in possession. The likes of Doherty, Saad, Williams... Who's bumping their opponent off the ball, shepherding? Agreed. Prior, 100%. when Cripps has Agreed. the ball in his hands, yes. so he can dish off and he's got time and space to deliver. 100%. This has to happen. Unselfish football. Christian Petrarca came out the week prior in an interview, okay? And they asked him a simple question. They asked him a simple question. What is the difference between Melbourne of this year and Melbourne of last year? It was evident on game day. The difference between Melbourne this year and last year is that they play as a team. They play for each other. They all know their roles, whether it's selfish or unselfish. If Creighton Oliver's there, ready to handball, yeah, who's doing the gut running for him to receive? Who's off the ball 30 metres away shepherding an opponent looking looking two kicks ahead? 
That's what it's about. We don't do it, man. We actually don't. It's the reason why you see us in transition. We just stop. We stop and we're like deer in headlights. We don't know where to go next, man. We don't know where to go. There's not enough gut running. It's because the reason why we're slow in transition is because I guarantee the next player is saying, oh, that's all right. He'll deal with it. Yes, exactly right. That's all right. He'll deal with exactly it. Exactly right. I don't need to worry about it because I've got Weeder in. Exactly. I don't need to deal with it because I've got Jones. So exactly. That's the issue it's, between it's... us being good and great. Well, I was more talking about attacking, but you're talking defensive. Either like, way, it doesn't either matter. Either way. It doesn't matter. That. It doesn't matter. I like the way in terms of you brought that up because there was a passage of play that they went in for. I can't remember who marked it for them. I think it might have been Tom McDonald. I think it was Tom McDonald and Petrarca. So um, it was Sard and Weedering. And they did a bit of a swap. So the Melbourne players, so McDonald and Petrarca did a bit of a swap. So Weedering was on McDonald, Saad was on Petrarca, but then obviously they switched. Yeah. And Weedering was saying, oh, to Saad, because in terms of the movement, they couldn't get across. So it's like Saad going with McDonald. In terms of a mismatch, it's a mismatch, but yeah. at least someone's on him. Yeah. Okay. But in terms of the passage of play, it was just the ideal thing to do. Do you reckon Saad would go with him? No. 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 Weedering and Petrarca, we Weedering told yeah. Saad to go with McDonald, but the intent wasn't there. No. You could tell by the footage that he didn't tell him where, where, where it was enough, I'm not sure. I watched a replay today, I saw Saad do that about three times. And he was on Cozzy Pickett, by the way, but that's when that was happening. Yeah. Like most dangerous player on the ground. I love Saad. I think with ball in hand this weekend, he was actually really good. He penetrated yeah. like we need him to, but defensively, fuck me, man. Oh my God. Oh can my we all God. take a moment? We've got holes everywhere. Can man. we all take a moment to say thank God? When we saw Zach Williams off half back in the last oh, go ball. take it, Dan. Please take it. take it. If you want kicking efficiency, if you want penetrating, if you want all those things that he gives run off half back, you saw it when he played off. Not there. even penetrating. What did I say to you? How many times did he hit up the corridor with the twenty meter kick? Every single time. Nailed it. I know. Give him space. He doesn't need he, to be contested. He Give knows him how space. to play. He knows how to play there. It's his bread and butter. Play to his strengths. Agree. We'll get something out of it. Agree one hundred. The other thing I want to bring up is talking about a positive in Harry Mackay kicking three despite our entries inside 50. Not only despite our entries, one arm. playing with one arm. Playing with one arm. Can Against we... Stephen May. Actually, I got to know. No, you didn't. I just remembered. What is it? Harry Mackay kicks his third goal from outside 50. <laughs> wow. I know you got to Big G up. Energy. How? Oh, I know you did it. Hold on, hold on. I'm sitting there, I'm celebrating, I look to the field, Ed Kerno comes in and absolutely belts the fuck out of his shoulder. Gene Harry up, he wants to gene him up, he punches him in the shoulder. I go, I'll sit there with you, you can ask your dad. Jules, 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 you can ask your dad. I turn to him, do you know what I said? Ed, oh no you didn't. (laughs) Anyway, I think, I think, you're right, Dan, 100%. Nah, right. More credit has to get be given yeah. to Harry for what he did because everything was against him. Oh, it was yeah. against him the whole day. Yeah. Whole day. No, he, he, and, I mean, he's, he's in all our votes, obviously, but yeah, uh, he's leading the Coleman for a reason. Leading the Coleman for a reason. I want to talk about... I want to talk about a couple of things from a coaching side of it. So uh, first I want to talk about... We've spoken about our defensive transition... Okay, a little bit here. Mm. But I want to talk more about, is it time now? So last year, last year, if I ask about one part of the ground in any game during COVID season and whatnot, when you're watching it on TV, if there's one area of the ground that you were confident in us dominating a side in, 
Where would it be? Defensively. Back six. Mm. Defensively. Yeah. Yeah? Agree? Yeah. We're conceding 90-plus a game, man. Like, that's not just lengthened quarters. There's something wrong there, man. Yeah, yeah. We're not balanced. You said it before. We play we play a lot more open. Teague said it himself and presses. He wants to play an attacking brand. Great. you got to be prepared for a shootout. But you don't play that against Melbourne. You don't play that against Richmond. Yeah. You, you leave yourself too vulnerable. I, I, think, I think when you leave yourself vulnerable like that, I think when you want to play that style of fo- footy, something's got to give. Well, the question, this is the question so I, I want to ask. Is it time for Teague to revisit the game plan a little bit, especially against Hawthorne this week, and just balance? No. I think let's see it against Hawthorne, okay? Because you're, you're talking about a game against the Dogs. You're talking about a game against Melbourne. Let's see how we go against a team like Hawthorne yeah. and, then, and then maybe revisit. Because so, did you feel like Melbourne had... So much, especially with how clinical they are, did you feel like they had way too much time and space in, tra- in attacking transition? I don't think that's. I don't think that comes down to. I don't think that comes down to what you're talking about. No, no, no. So no. I just feel like we like, because we play hard, fast, going forward. When we turn no. it over on the half forward it's line, it's not an issue. I feel like we're too open I structurally. Just, I just feel like as if we need more of a balance. So I know we don't we don't play a man behind the ball. Okay, as much as probably other teams do. Mm. I know Lepic, um, I think it was last week or the week prior, he had a few comments and potentially saying that to help us, it would be ideal for us to play a spare man behind the ball. Mm. Okay, um, I know we play like a bit of like a zoning okay, defense. Um, but yeah, that would be something to look at to potentially help. And I'm not saying to do it for the whole game. Okay, it's just in moments. Yeah, I can agree with that. But it's not an issue to our... I don't think it comes down to our playing style. I think it comes down to the accountability of the player. Oh, yeah. Of the players. Yeah. Okay. To structure up. Just to structure up. Yeah. yeah. And then I think you nullify 90, goal, 90 points kicked against us. I think that's like, fair enough. I think that's yeah? fair enough. Oh, I mean, there's accountability both ways. I agree with you, Jules, around the coaching and that we do need to structurally change a yeah, little so bit. Yeah, so do I. But I've come around to the it's idea of players take, taking accountability in the moment. You do. Like for example, you, before, you, you, got, you got Doherty playing on a wing. Yeah, but Jules, you why said can't it, he roll back and then our sixth forward roll up? Jules, you said it before about accountability with the players. Weedering inside, that example that you gave. It's true. That's it's right. got to come from both. I agree. Yeah. You know what? Lepic, if he's available, oh, please, in this offseason, please, he's available. please bring him on board. Please. We need... I'm not. We're not going to go into this today because it's a bigger discussion, but assistant coaches, we just need help. Positional changes this week. And it was forced by Cunningham's injury early, when you think about it, okay? Because this yeah. was the flow-on effect. Cunningham gets injured. We're down a midfielder. Who goes into the middle? Stocker. Liam Stocker. Who goes to halfback? Williams. Williams. Who goes to the wing? Doc. All, players all played to their strengths. I loved what I saw from Stocker. That kid, he's got it. it whatever it is, you know, when, when yeah, people talk has, about it, he has it, he's got it. Right, Definitely. play him through the middle, yeah. please. He has Keep. that intent. He has that power. He's he got has intensity. That it's intensity, man. Yeah. We don't so, have anyone in our side. I'm getting goosebumps talking about yeah. it. He's got intensity that no one else in our side has. Oh, yeah, got. you're right. Oh, I think there are other than maybe Cripper and Walsh. Kripa, yeah, okay. yeah. So look, I'm talking about I'm talking about in that in the same group that he's yeah. in that middle six or that bottom six. So he has it. I feel like as if I don't know. He could be some a bit better in his disposal. Okay, there are times here he has time and space and he's trying to hit up a lead and he does. I think that's um, more confidence yeah. because he was picked up because of his disposal. I think yeah, Setterfield's no, no, a bit the same like that. Yeah, some of his disposal lets him down. 
But in terms of his power and drive and everything like that, oh, inspirational. God, yeah. It's more so his um, his work rate and the way he gets around the ground. Which well, he, he kicked the ball as well. Yep. But in saying that, you need to play him in there. You need to give him game time. Game if, if, if his... If his work ethic in terms of, when I say work ethic, not only in terms of his tent and around stoppages and stuff like that, but in terms of getting around the ground, if that allows him to play 40% in, in, in the midfield, he plays 40%. And you know what? If it's 50, he plays 50. Agreed. If it's 60, he plays 60. And you know what? He's a confidence player. So all those efforts that, that were rewarding him, if that comes every week, he's only going to get better. The other one, you mentioned it, dock to a wing. Yeah. That has to happen all year now. Because what I saw... From Doc this week, I haven't seen for a very the past long time. month. He's been playing probably his the best penetration, footy. the yeah. penetration. I know we spoke about our inside fifty kicking. Okay, it could have been better at times, but his penetration off a wing. We it's don't ha- we don't have too many players that can do it. He's back to playing his best. There was he one stage he was playing in the um, half forward. Yeah, I oh, think sorry, he, I think he did for a little bit. The other one, and he's a big fan of the show. He is. He actually is. He he looks at all our posts. It's unbelievable. Nick Newman. Oh Newman, yeah, he is. Big he's fan. a massive fan. Welcome oh, back, Dewey. Dewey, I know you're listening, so I'm gonna say, welcome back. It was sight for sore eyes seeing him out there, but gave a structure in our defence that we haven't seen for a while. Yes. Yeah, we need to talk about how big he is for that back six. You know who? Do you know whose spot he fills? Simo. Yeah. Yeah. I know we brought nice. in Saad to fill the half back spot, and Williams can play, but Simo brought structure. He brought just you look. You looked at Simo and went, if there's a contest near Simo. I got no issues. He's gonna go in hard. Newman, exactly the same. Whether whether it's ball in hand or defensively, I've got no concerns when Newman's near the ball now. I think for weeks we'll try to find that player to fill that void. And then when Newman stepped in this week, you go, yeah, that's what we're lacking. That's it. hundred percent. hundred percent. Boys, let's get into the votes. I'll start. I had one vote this week, Harry Mackay. Kick three. Shoulder, busted, didn't matter. Like, did what he needed to do. Two votes. Cripper. He was huge. 27 touches, 10 tackles, 7 clearances. I like this game. 18 handballs. Thank you, Cripper. You're back to your basics. Please keep doing that because you actually offered so much on the weekend. Regardless of the result, he offered more than he's offered almost any other game this year. Yep. Three votes. Doc. Doc. Led from the front. 27 disposals, penetration all day. Just tackling. My God, man. Three holding the balls. Three free kicks, four off top because of the intensity that he showed. Haven't seen that for a while. You said it yourself, Dan. He's back. Yep. Nice. Votes. Come on, Dan. One. Yep. Cripper. Yep. He's, he played well. Yep. Played well. But I expect that. Yep. Okay. Doc. You, you, you said it yourself. Two, okay, and three, big H. Double points. Oh, he's used this joker. So, for the listeners, if you don't remember, we did say that all of us have one joker round each. We've got one each. And if someone uses it, no one else can use it in that round. You're using it 100%, lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. He's catching Walsh. So, Mackay actually has six votes. Doherty's got four, and Kruger's got two. From yep. you this week. Very good. I want Makai to catch Walsh. I want to make wow. him stink. Wow, Dan, uh, when I go through, uh, we'll let Jules go on his votes, but wow, wee, you've just made that in- very interesting. I told you I wasn't going to use it, didn't I? <laughs> Jules. Little spanner, boys. So, I got H. I got H one vote. Um, yeah, obviously playing with basically one arm. 
uh, potentially kicking three against Stephen May in terms of the defensive structure that they have. Inspirational. Um, Cripps with two votes, obviously back to back um, in terms of his basics and whatnot. Um, and then Doherty with the three. He was inspiration. We all had the same. Two. We all had the same players in our votes this week. But Dan's just thrown a massive spanner in the work. So in third, uh, equal third now, Doherty with Weedering on five point seven votes. Bang. In second, Mackay on ten. And while she's stuck on thirteen point seven, you've cl- has closed the gap it's, massively. Yeah, it's made it interesting. Ah, things, very I don't interesting. want it to be if, like in the women's the Prosparkus blowout. She had it done by round two. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, round 10 preview versus Hawthorne, MCG, Saturday 22nd of May at 1.45pm. I genuinely love a Saturday afternoon time slot at the G, just by the way. I do. The early time too, not the 3.20. Oh, it's so good, man. So good. There's only 3.20. Are we going? Dan? We're going. Yeah. Me and you're going. Nah, just winning games, boys. Uh, Winning games, man. Jules, he's, like I said, his body's here, his soul's in Spain. He's done with his podcast. He's checked out. He's checked out. Listen. I do what I can, yeah? Most weeks I say, well, not most weeks, but a couple of times I've said, like, for the Bulldogs and for Frio, like, they're our bunny. This week, we're Hawthorne's bunny, historically. Yeah. We, we, we don't know how to beat these guys, man. Yeah. And it scares me, because <laughs> they're bad. Yeah. We can't, we can't lose this game. Memories against Hawthorne? Just a couple of quick ones. So, the, the Fev... Kick after the siren. Not after the siren, oh, just close. close. It was like 30 seconds yeah, left. Pretty much. When I hit the post. Yeah, we hit the post. That was for nine that day and for the win. Yeah. Dan? Them stopping Fez 100. Fuck you, Clucko. <laughs> they actually flooded it, man. How bad is that? Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been scenes. That, that would never happen before. Two, Two players, players on one night. Yeah. No, no way. Put rough it. Put put a three on one yeah, on the last thirty seconds. They were up by seventy points as well. Yeah. Oh my god, man. For me, in recent years, it was. It's a bad. It's another bad memory. We don't have good memories against this side. We actually just. We just don't. When we're up. When we're down in Tassie, we're up by like forty five oh. points in the second quarter. Oh yeah. We lost by five. Oh yeah. Clarko's just got something against us. I don't know what it is, but he he turns it on regardless of the team that's out there. That's why we've got to be careful going into this game, man. We've got to be so careful. In saying that, we should not lose this game. They are rubbish. We yeah. match them in every part of the ground. Boys, they lost to North Melbourne, man. Yeah. They're rubbish. They are ru- This is a team that we should be beating by 40-plus Easily. That's my prediction. 100%. That is actually my yeah. prediction. No, I'm going to go, go even bigger when we get oh, yeah? there. Yeah, 100%. yeah, I don't see their forward line structurally doing any damage. To Same as me. Not against our defence. Even though our defence has leaked um, a fair bit. But I think we should be okay there. Who they got? Mitch Lewis. Bruce. Oh, Bruce is, is dangerous. That's he the biggest reason as to why I don't see them as a threat. Is because yeah. I don't see them scoring goals. Yeah. yeah. they got just, that Kaczynski. Yeah. 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 Mitch I, Lewis, Kaczynski, Tim O'Brien, Jekka. Like... They're not dangerous enough. They should against Weedering and Jones. Those key forwards shouldn't be dangerous. They, should they just it. shouldn't. Going forward, obviously, if H does play, fingers crossed. J Sauce back. Um, I say that's doing a lot of damage there. Where we can do it for long enough, I'm not sure. Can they hurt us out of the middle? 
that's the only I mean, that's part. usually that's usually where they beat us. Yeah, that's, that's probably the their part. strength. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my question mark. Mitchell, Omira, Warpool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cousins. So yeah, so that's that's my thing. You know, then you got the likes of Hardwick as well. Decent player, obviously. Young Scrimshaw of half back. He's actually not bad. Yeah, He's actually not bad. I like him. Good, good left boot. Really good. I don't think they're dangerous players. No, they're not. But so we can let them be dangerous. We can let them be dangerous. Correct. That's my point. And what are we? Three and six. Yeah. We got to be four and six after this weekend. Like it is that simple. Yeah. This, it is, this that is a must win. We always we many... say it. Yeah, it's a must win. It is, but it's not just a must win. This is a percentage booster. Like I said, we are still in the finals hunt. I'm sorry, we are. It's round 10, for God's sake. We're not even halfway through the season. We're still in the finals hunt if we want to be. If we want to be. We have to go out there and beat, their, beat them convincingly. All game. Four quarters. Can't let them in. I don't think there's much to talk about them. I think what there is to talk about is ins and outs. For us, I agree. For us. Yep. I want Casbolt out. Yeah. And I, I'm 100% in the camp now. I thought he was okay on the weekend. Like, structurally good. Jarrett. Contested. He contested. He took marks. He kicked a goal. Like, you don't expect much more from him. But the fact that TDK has played two games now. No, this is his third on the weekend. Well, that, didn't play, that didn't play on the weekend. Oh, the bye. Fine. Fine. Reserves had a bye. Yep. I'll have to do it as well. Yeah, you too. Yep. That's it. For me. The fact that he's now played two games in the reserves, right? He has to come in for Levi. He just does. If it's structure, fine. Bring him in. You still got your structure, same thing. It'll be a better pinch hit than what Levi is. Love Levi, got to 150 games, needs a rest. Yeah. For TDK. Oh, so that's straight in and out. I think Murph should come out. Yeah. If JSOS is ready. For JSOS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they would be my only twos. I don't even take Murph out for Well, nerds. Cunners, well, hold on. Cunners has to come out. Cunningham's out. And Nunes. I'd bring in Nunes. Nunes? We had this argument already. So hold on. In so Nunes. you're bringing in TDK, JSOS for Levi and Cunners, right? Because Murph's not necessarily out of side. Yeah. Right? But if you take out Murph, you're saying Nunes. Yes. For yeah. a high half forward role. Yes. No. Where no, for then? A That's where Murph plays. Gibbons goes there. Gibbons was the sub. Oh, yeah, it was two and Nunes. Yeah, that's right. That's what I want. Yeah. Me? That's what I want. No, nah, Jules is... That's that's exactly what has to happen. If it's I'm me... Thinking, man. If it's me... Petrovsky Seaton. Yeah. You're shaking your head, Dan, but you're wrong. You're actually wrong. I'm not wrong. I want to see Samo... He chases shadows. I want to see Samo play forward of centre for four weeks. See how you're worried about transition? If you have him there, it's going to be even worse. I'm but, telling but you. But Murph's a statue anyway, so what's You're the just saying that his kicking efficiency will bring something more. 100%. That's why. You spoke about... I'm the looking at the defensive side of the game. You spoke about the inside 50 entries being poor. You. Yes? Yes. You were disgraced by it. Yeah. Samo helps that. Murphy's probably got just as much kicking efficiency as what Samo does. He, he actually does. I just can't see him. Jules, Jules noted because yeah. he agrees with me. I agree with that. And you're agreeing with me now as well because you're staying quiet. Daniel one, Joe zero. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm bringing in Samo over Nunes every day. Goals. No, I'm bringing Nunes in Samo. pressure's better. I'm bringing in Am Samo. I right? I'm bringing in Samo over Nunes every day. And he day. actually kicks over 20 minutes. There you go. Thanks for coming. He's got more penetration. He's got more penetration. It's, two, it's penetration. two against one. I'm not going to argue it. Put Basically, that. the outs are Levi, Cunners, Murph. Yes? Yes. Inns. 
TDK, JSOS. Say the right one. Nah, dudes. Angels got bash up. Boys, match predictions. Oh, Dan, you've already said I it. I said by 40. Jules? Yeah. Carlton by 36. Here we go. Oh, I said I'm going to go big. Because we need... This is what I'm saying. We need to go big, man. They are shit. They are garbage. I can't describe it any other way. Their fans have given up on them. Their fans are fake, by the way. They win three flags and they fuck They up. actually are fake. Fake fans. They're garbage. Like, bottom of the barrel. Worse than North. Carlton by 80. <laughs> That's huge. How many is Mackay going to kick? 16? If he's going to kick 10, if, he's, if he plays, oh. apparently, damn, Tom Brown over here, I reckon he's not going to play for a month. If he plays, it kicks, it kicks 10 if he plays. Yeah. This is that game. This is that game. And we win by 80. Are you upset? I'm upset about that Tom Brown time. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Boys, that's it. Another episode down. One closer to Jules. Fuck it off. <laughs> Do the thing is, yeah? Just go, man. Hey, the next two weeks, we're only two, two, um, two wins out of the eight. We'll win the next two games. We're also, we're there, two, there we're also two losses out of the bottom four, Jules. Hey, we're also four weeks. <laughs> you know I'm optimistic, man. You are. Fuck off. Go, man! Big